If you could do anything you wanted to do without anything holding you back, what would it be? Everyone has a purpose in life, and others want to hear the purposeful value that is in you. Now, here is the host of the Value in You show, your guiding coach and mentor, Ellis Kirkpatrick. Hi, and welcome to another episode of Value in You. I really hope you had a wonderful, wonderful holiday time together with family, and and maybe you're like some of us who just had a much quieter uh, Christmas Day and Christmas Eve than usual. It was um, got to go see my family and and part of my family, and and we texted and messaged pictures back with the kids and the grandkids and. And that was enjoyable. It's always good to see friends, hadn't seen some of the people for a few years. So it was really nice to get together and meet with them. Um, and uh, yeah, be, be sure. And, and if you're watching, you know, go to inspirednetworkchoices.com. Go to chat room, log in, be part of the live show, ask your questions. You know, you can always email me at valueandyoupodcast at gmail.com. I love hearing from you. I, I like to know what interests you. And, and we've got this whole new year coming up, you know, 52 weeks. We can talk about so many wonderful things that are going to go on. So, you know, let me know what, what you're interested in and, and what you really want to hear about. I love hearing from you, and I'm just so glad you you are part of of this show and and that I get to add value into your life. It's been a wonderful year. Uh, here we are, the 29th of December. It just seems like so much has gone on, and it has. I'm still getting moved into the house after after six years. It's nice to have a home to unpack into and and get things done that way. Um, I have to tell you, when we came back, we drove the 13 hours from my family, uh, from our daughter's home. And and when we came back, it was about oh, around 9, 30, 10 o'clock at night. And there were deer laying down in the yard when we got here. That was just so exciting to see. Yesterday evening, we had a uh, pair of, of bucks, whitetail bucks, and there were two does and a fawn that were wandering around the yard, um, just, you know, grazing on the grass, kind of making me wonder about, well, what am I going to do if I want to plant roses? Because I know deer love to eat roses. <laughs> so I'll have to either put up some netting or, or do something to uh, have the beautiful flowers, but it's, it's just so pretty out here. I enjoy it in the area around Austin, Texas, you know, we had triple digits, four months, no break, nothing lower than that, four months in a row this last summer. And most everybody stayed inside with air conditioning. And, and now it's just, it's so nice. It was, had a little bit of snow in New Mexico. Um, my husband drove down from Idaho, had to take care of some things there. And he got some snow and Colorado and uh, a little part into New Mexico. Um, he thought sure it was going to be snowing at our daughter's place in Albuquerque. And no, we didn't didn't have any down there. It was up on the mountains. Um, but it was it was still a really nice day. Then we come back and it's 58 degrees in the Austin area. <laughs> and it's like, yeah, I like it here. <laughs> so pretty still green outside. 
Um, the leaves are all, all done. We did get get a couple hard frosts, so uh, the trees are are looking pretty bare. But it's it's just such a beautiful place, and and you know I I'm grateful. I'm grateful to have a home. There's been times that I wasn't sure we were going to have one. There's been times that our home has been very small. Um, and there's been times when we've had a really nice place. And this is, is one of those times. I'm, I'm thankful that uh, we were able to find what we did and get here. And, and uh, it's definitely been worth the six-year wait to get to be here. And that's one thing we need to do, close out the year being grateful for what we do have, um, thankful for for the life we have because it could be so much worse. And and if your life is not good, this is time for you to think about what actions can you take to make a better life for yourself and for those around you, for your children, your grandchildren. What can you do? And I want to talk a little bit about getting past all of these holidays and seeing what the new year can bring to you. Now, I know we still have here in America, we still have New Year's and Eve and New Year's Day, and we have Epiphany coming up, Three Kings Day on January 6th. Um, so there's still some things that are going to go on. We're still staying busy. It just seems like one holiday rolls into another until you get to about, about August, and then it kind of slows down. But hey, that's my birthday, so it's still holiday time for me. Um so, so what is the new year going to bring for you? Um, what kind of actions are you going to take? Are you setting goals, resolutions? You know, we, we hear people say, don't set resolutions. You never stick to them. Well, if you stick, have a resolution that you turn into a goal. And a resolution is to do something or to not do something. So maybe you're going to decide to not do something anymore. Like I'm not going to eat eat uh, foods that are made with high fructose corn syrup. There's a lot of them out there, out there that are made with that. And when I was trying to make healthier choices, I actually read all the labels, even the labels of bread, things I wouldn't even think would have it. I read every label. And I was surprised how many products had high fructose corn syrup in it. And you may be thinking, oh, what's the big deal with it? Well, the big deal is when that product is in your foods, your stomach does not tell you that you are no longer hungry, that you are full. It's still telling you that you're hungry. So you want to eat more and more and more of it. So that's not a good thing. And then you overeat and you never feel full. So avoiding the avoiding those foods, once you start looking for things that don't have that in there, you realize there are still a lot of foods you can eat. Um, processed foods, you know, foods that are already made. It's such a busy world we live in that, um, you know, it's, it's hard to find time to cook, cook those good healthy meals and, um, you know, uh, what you need for your family, but that's okay. Uh, you you don't have time for that, or maybe you're one of those people who cooks everything all in one day, and then you have it for all week. That's wonderful if you can do that. 
But uh, trying to stay away from processed foods is one way to stay healthy for this year. And they're just little changes you can make, you know, go through your cabinets, throw out all the the candies and things that are there, especially after the holidays. Wow, everybody gets loaded down with candies. I can't believe how much candy we got. We usually don't get that much candy, but for some reason that seemed to be the gift this year. Um, so there are things you could do. So your resolution is to do or to not do something. And what a goal will do for you is get you the desired outcome you want. Okay, so let's say you want to eat healthier. There's your resolution. The goal is what are the steps I'm going to take to make sure I eat healthier? And a task that you do, that's what you do. The task is I'm going to look at labels from now on and see what has high fructose corn syrup in it and only buy those foods that don't have that in there. That's one way to start. Um, and you can do this with anything. You know, I, I love the acronym SMART. And SMART means be specific, make it measurable, make it achievable, make it relevant, and give it a time, make it time bound. So make it specific, keep it simple. Specific is not necessarily, let's just say for instance, I'm going to lose weight. Well, that's not specific enough. More specific is I want to lose 10 pounds. Um, weigh yourself now and you can weigh yourself like every Monday morning. Um, and then you can keep a record of it. You can journal it. Um, 10 pounds is achievable if I do it over time. Now, if I want to lose 10 pounds in two days, one, that's not healthy. Two, it's probably not realistic. So, you know, set up a time when you can do that and um, make it relevant. Well, it's relevant to me to lose 10 pounds because I want to bend over and tie my shoes without grunting and groaning um, and make it time bound. Say, okay, I want to lose 10 pounds in two months. All right, I can do five pounds a month. That's, that's good. That's healthy. What are some ways you can do it? So set up your task. The tasks are are one, I check the labels of foods that I buy. Two, I get rid of all the sugars in the house. Three, um, uh, three would be I maybe do one exercise and that can be a walk for 14 minutes a day or I do five push-ups every day. Um, something I would like to do is get that upper arm strength as you get older, <laughs> kind of everything kicks down to gravity. Um, so, you know, just doing push-ups. So just something. And I want you to be sure and expect the unexpected. It always happens. Um, it's always going to show up. It's never invited. It's one of those uninvited guests that always show up. <clears throat> but be prepared. Excuse me. I see my scars and stripes coffee here. Friend of ours is in the military and um, is a... Uh, a, a wounded warrior, I guess you could say, but Scars and Stripes is their coffee. Uh, 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 it helps other soldiers that uh, can make an income. Um, so uh, let's go back to this and expect the unexpected. Um, so when it's something happens, it's like, oh, somebody invited me to a party and all they have is cakes and things like that. Um, maybe take some snacks with you in your purse or your pocket, 
or eat really well before you go to the party. That's one way you could do that. Um, let's see, maybe you've got so many things that happened during the day. Um, something happened, you get up, you didn't get your normal morning routine. Well, as soon as you can, you take time to do that normal routine and and get going on it. Um, this morning, I got busy doing other things and I didn't get in my study time. I'm doing this really great study with uh, Priscilla Shire. I think that's how you say your last name. I was talking about the armor of God and I didn't have time for it. And I haven't had time for it. And I won't have time until two o'clock, but I am still going to take that time to go and do that study and then get on with my day. Um, you know, and, and I got up at five, so it's not like I didn't have time. I just had other things <laughs> that happened that I needed to take care of first. Um, so, um, so what are you going to do that will be different this year? And how are you going to do it? You know, are you going to come up with resolutions? Are you going to come up with goals? And remember, goals need to be something that um, is planned and executed. They're not tasks. Tasks is just something to do. Tasks get you to your goals. Um, it needs to be beneficial and it needs to complement your needs. So we're going to take a little break here. Thank you for joining me on the Value and You show here on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Sure, and go to the chat room and sign in and join me live. And, and uh, we'll be back right after the break. You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Are you a subject matter expert? Are you here to share your expertise with an audience waiting to hear from you in only the way you can deliver? Are you ready to have your voice amplified across the airwaves? Inspire Choices Network has a global radio platform streaming to millions of people across the world. Professionally produced and supported by an accomplished team every step of the way, you can broadcast from anywhere in the world knowing your voice matters and we ensure it is delivered with ease and efficiency. Eager to hear your message, the world awaits. Contact us today to become an Inspired Choices Network radio host. Email become a host at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. This is the Value in You show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at inspiredchoicesnetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinyoupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Welcome back. Thank you for this next section. And so 
I want to tell you a little story. I'll, I'll tell you during this time. Um, so one is I wrote another children's book. <laughs> I don't have a published yet. I guess when I'm around my grandchildren, I just the stories just start coming out. Um, it was just amazing. You know, this this January, I'm doing my very first speech competition in Cherry Hill, New Jersey. I'm excited about it. Never done a speech competition before. Practicing and practicing with it. And then in February, I am, um, hopefully will be chosen. There's a few of us who are on the list to be chosen. Cowboy Poetry Contest here in this weekend. I was actually able to write uh, a poem for that. Um, so that was pretty exciting. got an amazing artist that is helping me get the illustrations done for that um I'm, I'm just so excited about it things are are you know sometimes things just really fall into place sometimes we struggle and struggle and then finally things come into place and I kind of want to talk about that about a chandelier now this is is a chandelier that was a gift to us it's been boxed up for six years and I unpacked it, and I don't know how it happened, but it has this, this row that looks like these parrots made out of rocks, and they just kind of swirl down. They were all tangled and twisted and messed up. And I thought, oh, man, this could take forever. This It's just going to get ruined. Um, you know, maybe I could just cut all the strings and then just retie them and restring them. And I thought... You know, you can just throw it away, not worry about it. But I don't want to do that. I don't want to ruin this. It was a, a wonderful gift from some close friends of ours. And uh, so I want to keep it nice like it was. Um, but it was such a mess. So what I did is I held it up and I just let it relax. I mean, it was like all tensed and all tightened up here. And I just let it just be itself and just relax. And then I laid it down carefully and the strings just kind of came up where they were supposed to be. So I could unwind one and unwind another. And then I found a piece that was like a knot. How did it get a knot? It's packed in styrofoam and uh, bubble wrap. You know, how did it get so messed up? I don't know. But I had to take that one and I'd try one way and it seemed like it was getting tighter. So I'd have to loose. And once I got that one knot out, then some of the other pieces started to just kind of relax. And, and it was easy to get them unbraided, untangled. Sometimes there's three wrapped up in different ways and you just followed it. And as I'm watching this, I'm thinking about our lives. So many times we get to the point that everything seems to be all tangled up and twisted and, and you just want to quit. You just want to stop. You just want to throw it all, just start over. And, and But you've already put in so much work and effort. You know, you don't want to just throw it away. So what do you do? 
you just kind of pause and let everything just kind of relax. Stop putting so much pressure on yourself and pressure on the other things. Sometimes you just got to let things work themselves out. Well, as I kept weaving and, and unbraiding, and then I'd have three or four pieces that were all good. So then I'd work on these others and then another one came out. And pretty soon all of it was relaxed. All of it was out. And then I ended up with this beautiful little chandelier again. Had a little bit of dust on it. So I cleaned all of that up and I found a place to hang it up. And it's so pretty. I mean, the the weight from, from the pieces hanging down weren't that heavy, but they were heavy enough that the strings went straight. And it's and it's not a mess. It's beautiful. I didn't want to throw it out. Um, it's, it's a great reminder of, of the times we had together with our friends. Um, so what kind of lesson can we take from this? And that's, that's, you know, these stories, I want you to learn a lesson from it is what does this mean for us? Don't force it. Don't force what is happening. If you're struggling and you're struggling and it's just not working out for you, just stop. Let things relax a little bit. Let you relax a little bit. And stop trying to force something to happen because maybe you just need to adjust a little bit and look at it from a different perspective. Um, my second story is a bookshelf I got. I remember these things have been packed for about six years. Nothing should be going on with them. This bookshelf is all strapped together. There's like six or seven pieces. And one of the pieces the top side, the top four inches is broken off. Don't even know where that piece is. It should be somewhere, but I couldn't find it. So I'm trying to clean it off and look at the others. How did this one piece get broken when there are seven pieces strapped together holding each other in? I don't know. I don't know how it got damaged. So what do you do? Do you just toss the whole thing out? Well, no, it's part of a set. It's not a set that we can get anymore. It was something we got when we, we first got married. So yeah, it's 30 years old, but it's in really good condition, except for that one broken part. Well, it's good wood. It's usable. I know how to fix things. I can do carpentry. Or if I didn't know how to do it, I could watch YouTube, find out from others how to fix something, or I could go find a carpenter someone who can work on it and take care of it. And, and it's going to look great. Um, so you can do, you just need to take time and, and not get upset about it. Um, when we get upset, we tend to shut off part of our brain. It seems like to me that we shut that off and we can't think straight as to say, well, you just need to think straight. And, and, I think when we're upset, kind of, when, right? so I don't think the oxygen and, and the exchange can happen. So we need to just, again, like we said, just relax. And the biggest lesson I learned from this one is don't freak out. It's not going to solve anything. You know, we, we can't make any use out of, out of out of our time or our brain if we're freaking out. So the first one was you don't force it into, you don't freak out. 
You find a solution. You think about it. And if you can't find a solution right away, set it to the side. Go and do something else. I don't know what it is, but when you remove yourself from a situation and go into something totally different, somehow, all of a sudden, it comes to you. It's like, okay, I just let my brain take a break. I wasn't pushing it. I wasn't forcing it. Went on to something else and, oh, I know what I can do about that situation. And you do it. So you've got to give yourself a little break when things are getting so tense. Um, it's It's been interesting moving the things that that you would think would be be broken or bashed up because the box is destroyed. They're in perfect shape. Some of these others, it's like, how did that happen? Um, I went through one box. This is really creepy and it's gross. And there was a mouse nest in it. I don't even know. There was nothing in the box that was pink and fluffy. I don't know where that came from, but there that was. So everything in the box had to be cleaned. You know, you take it outside, you put your, you know, for some people, I should have been wearing a mask anyways, because of all the dust was getting to me, which is part of my <laughs> froggy voice today. Hmm. Water, not coffee. <laughs> but, uh, uh, yeah, I just, you know, had to go through, clean everything up, wash it all, got all the scrubs, put gloves on you. I don't like that. But, you know, things happen. And the only thing that was destroyed in that box was just some pieces of paper that just got thrown in the box because everything got packed in all at once. And, and it was just on the edges. It wasn't even bad. Now, I have run across doing genealogy, some, some letters and things that were chewed up by mice that, you know, did destroy part of it. Um, and you had to try to figure out what was being said. And sometimes you can't because there's two or three sentences that are missing. You can't freak out about it. You just make copies of it and, and you go on. That's, you know, I know this is the fourth Friday of the month or the last Friday of the month where I talk about genealogy. So I'll just kind of tie that in. Um, if you have letters, documents that, um, are part of your family history, maybe think book, a journal, um, go ahead and scan those. And then you've got the scanned copies. You can preserve uh, the originals and then you can share the copies with the family or, or take it with you when you go to the... That's, that's one way you can work with all of those items. Sometimes you don't know what to do with these, um, you know, and everybody looks to there, but there's other places you can go to have um, cases that are fireproof and waterproof. Nothing is totally 100% fireproof. Nothing is totally 100% waterproof, but they will help against some fire damage and some water damage to protect your documents um, because those are, those are the hardest things to do. <clears throat> Excuse me. Um, so, um, yeah, so when you have, have old letters, um, even photographs, um, there are, you know, you got to make sure they're acid free. Um, uh, uh, I think there's something like polypropylene free 
um, you just need to really check and make sure that there's nothing that's going to damage them while they're being stored. And it can give you places to store it. If you need to store some things in a safe deposit box at a bank, you can do that. Or if you have want to go out and buy a safe that's made to store documents, you can do that. Um, but yeah, getting photocopies of all of your, your family's history and the old letters and, and some of the photographs, um, great way to store the documents. I see we're ready for another break. That went really fast. So we'll be back right after these messages and I'll, I'll see you in a few minutes. <laughs> You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes. We each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. How wonderful would it be to carry your favorite Inspired Choices Network host with you throughout your day? Well, now you can. Inspired Choices Network now has its very own mobile app. Our free app offers live streaming shows along with thousands of podcasts and TV episodes. Our shows cover a wide variety of topics. Whether you're waking up with us, carrying us through the day, and taking us to bed with you, we're always here for you to enjoy. We're easy to find. Just search for Inspired Choices Network in the Apple App Store or Google Play Store. This is the Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Hi, and welcome back. I went and got a lozenge for my throat. Try and get some of that. I guess dust cleared out. You know, when you're allergic to dust mites, dust really sucks. <laughs> I couldn't believe it when the allergist said you're allergic to dust mite. It's like, what? Just dust everywhere. How can that be? It's like, well, some people are. It's like, okay. So I really should take my allergy pills before I start unpacking. Yeah, it's amazing how much dust can gather on, on things just sitting for a few months, few years. Oh, well. Excuse me, I just want to clear that out before we really talk. So, going back to what we talked about at the beginning of the show is, what do you have planned for this new year? Do you have anything planned? You know, um, maybe you're just barely getting uh, getting yourself together. And so, I can only plan one day at a time. That's okay, you know. What do you got planned for tomorrow, this weekend? Here it is, Friday. Wow. 
This week has gone by so fast. I cannot believe that it's Friday today. I was yesterday. I was thinking today was Thursday. <laughs> that kind of messes up your day. But uh, yeah, it's okay if if you can't plan a whole year ahead. There's nothing wrong with that. Um, you know, it's also a great time. I'm gonna give you. I did this one year. I should do it every year, and I kind of do in some ways. But I heard somebody say they start Christmas shopping the day after Christmas. And it's like, well, that makes sense. You know, you have cards on sale. You've got lights, things like that all on sale. But you also have have tape and other things that are on sale. But their point was that if you spend a little bit every month on buying presents for your loved ones, by the time um, so you're already done, you know, everything is done. All you have to do is wrap them up. Usually by the time November's there, then you've got gifts for birthdays, for anniversaries, um, you know. And you can still buy all those, you know, other little things, something that maybe that came out that the kids really want. Um, but that's kind of a fun way to prepare ahead of time. Um, I was really, I really did enjoy it when I did that. I started right away. Got gifts for for people for their birthdays and whatnot. Got and had each month laid out. So whose ever anniversary or birthdays were that month, I would have the cards um, already for them. Their birthday cards, their anniversary cards, and each month that was set up, and it was wonderful. So what happened that I don't do it anymore? Well, we moved. <laughs> we moved, and everything got packed. And it's like, well, I guess it's time to get back into that again. So that's my little hack or trick or tip, whatever it is that you need is, is to prepare ahead of time is look ahead for the month, get your birthday cards ready, you know, make it age appropriate, of course, um, anniversaries, get it all ready for the month before. So this is December 29th. Well, I might've missed some birthdays that I should have had cards milled out for January, but I can still do that. You know, like the third week in January, I start getting all the cards set up for February and then, you know, you send them out ahead of time if you can. Sometimes you're there a little bit a little bit too early, but it's better than too early than never at all. And I know that a lot of people send electronic cards, and that's really fun. But I am surprised at how many people really appreciate getting a hand-mailed card in the mail, a letter sent to them. Um, even my grandkids, you know, they're all electronic and, and digital in this world that we have today, but they still appreciate getting a handwritten letter. And, uh, and I tell them I do too, but somehow they <laughs> don't seem to be able to write as often as I do. <laughs> but it's a lot of fun, a lot of fun. Um, so, yeah, so maybe that's something new you can do for, for this year is Maybe send some cards and letters. So you don't have to send it to everybody, you know. Just pick out those few people that, that you really appreciate, that you want to stay in touch with. Um, maybe get in touch with people you haven't been in touch with for a long time. I mean, this is a new year. Why not? Um, yeah, I'm, I'm just, you know, I started telling you about the books, books that, <laughs> the story. I should say stories that I wrote because they're not into a book yet, but they're stories. Um it's just so much fun. It's so much fun being able to relax and do something. And maybe that's what it took 
was me not having anything else going on, just being able to relax, to enjoy where I was at, just to take time to slow down at peace. And if you haven't done that for a while, it might be time to schedule it into your schedule and say, nope, this day, I am not doing anything. I'm not really going to answer my phone. I'm not going to go on the computer. I am just going to spend the day doing something that I have been wanting to do for a long time. And maybe that's just sleeping, getting rest, taking a nap. Um, maybe it's it's calling up a friend that you haven't talked to for a while um, or a relative and getting to know them. Um Gosh, I, I talked to my cousin the other day and I haven't talked to her for probably a year, maybe two years since we actually last really talked with each other. And it was so good to do that. Um, there's just so many things that we can do that we get so busy. And I know life is busy, but why aren't we taking the time to do the things that are important? Why aren't we taking the time to stay in touch with our family and, and letting them know how much we care? Um, I, I, you know, I had realized I hadn't talked to my brother for a couple of months. And it's like, so I made sure that, that I got a hold of him. Um, you know, we were in his area. We weren't able to get together because he had stuff going on. We had things going on. But, you know, at least we talk with each other and, and it's like time goes by too fast. Um, and part of it has to do with, with our mindset. We get so many things stuck into our mind, whether we want them there or not. You know, we have our mind and we have our subconscious and everything gets poured into this subconscious part of our brain that it tends to overflow and get into everything else. You know, it's like everything goes in there. Um, you know, there's no filter to what goes into your subconscious mind. And think about that with, with your kids and stuff too. And your grandkids is there's no filter that is put on to filter out things that are going in there. And it's like, do you really want to have all that stuff going into their little brains or into your brain? And so we need to make a conscious effort, but the stuff that goes into that subconscious, it doesn't have to stay there. It doesn't have to tell us what to do. Um, you know, we still have the good, good part of the brain. I call it the good part of the brain. That's my words that can counteract that subconscious thinking and those thoughts it's like, oh, I don't have time. I'm so busy. We'll change that thinking. It's like, I'm going to make time. There's, you know, we talked about resolutions. Maybe the resolution is I'm time this year. And the goal is I am going to make time for my family to call them once a week or call them once a month um, and then do it. Set your task out. The task is I'm setting an alarm on my phone. I've got it set for this day at this time. And when that comes on, I'm going to call my brother. I'm going to make sure that we have time together. So, so your resolutions can be as simple as making time for each other. Um, when's the last time you and, and your other half ever went on, on a vacation together? I mean, just a real vacation, not a work vacation, not, not a 
seminar vacation, not an event vacation, but just went and spent some time together. When's the last time you took your kids camping? Maybe you've never taken your kids camping because they've always been so young, but now they're growing up. You could go spend an afternoon camping. Um, there's glamping now, which is is a fancy way of, of you're staying in a tent, but you're still having nice conveniences around you. You don't have to go find a bush somewhere. You've got a toilet right there. And that always sounds better. <laughs> um, yesterday, I saw somebody drive up by our driveway and just stop and sit there for a while. And it's like, we're kind of out away from everything. So what's really going on? And then they drove forward a little bit and stopped again. And it's like, well, that's unusual. And I don't know many of my neighbors around here because I'm brand new. We've only been here a couple of weeks. So I get my pickup. I go out and I go say hi. Here they were bird watchers, local neighbors who are out counting birds. They're doing some kind of a bird count for the end of December. And how wonderful we got to meet. We got to talk, got to share some things. And, and it was wonderful. So I got to meet new neighbors. So my goal is to meet new people, not just to meet them, but to get to know them, to enrich their lives. And that's part of why I'm doing my show. <laughs> yes, I want to enrich your life. What can we do to, to enhance the lives of each other and, and just make our lives better and a little, little easier to traverse the road that we're on. Um, you know, there's just music. Music is a great way to to just lighten things up a little bit. Um, haven't had a radio for a while, except, you know, on my phone, and that's okay, because I can listen to that there. But, you know, we're in a house now. I'm going to go find my radio and set it up and listen to the radio station during the day. Um, I've got music to play all the time. I have CDs. I can set up my CD player. Now I have room for it. Um, it's, it's just, sometimes we just make our lives so tight and miserable because we have that subconscious that's saying, oh, you can't do this. You don't have room for that. You're going to have to wait and all of this when we need to get our, our other mind saying, well, maybe that is a thought, but it doesn't have to be that way. Let's find out what we can do to enhance our own lives so we can enhance the lives of others. Um, there's just so much out there. And how do we know what the right one is? Well, we can just ask questions. We can talk to people, see what they're doing, find out what's what's going on. Um, is there is there something you want to change? You know, talk, going back to, to what we're going to do for the new year. Is there something that we know needs changing? And is it going to make our lives better? Is it relevant to us? Or is it just something that kind of went through your brain? You know, how are you going to grow you? And those are things you need to talk about with yourself. You know, find out what's, what, what you really want to do and how is that going to affect the lives around you? Is it going to make them better? Is it going to make you better? Probably. You've got a good brain. Let's <laughs> say you say you got a good head on your shoulder, so use it. <laughs> ah, yeah. There's just it's just 
a great time to be alive. It's always a great time to be alive because we can do so much if we just think about what we really can do. How can we do it? You know, if you don't know the answer, go search for it. Find someone who's doing what you want to do and talk to them. See how they want to do it. See, it's time for another break. And when we come back, we'll talk a little bit more about genealogy. But we're also going to talk a little bit about the New Year celebration and Epiphany coming up. So we'll see you right after this break. You've completed college or university or are working hard in your career. Perhaps you decided to be a stay-at-home mom. Perhaps you're wondering if who you really are got lost somewhere along the way. Asking, is this all there is? You know you were meant for more. Or were you? Yes, we each have a purpose in life, and that purpose can be fulfilled. It doesn't matter if you are 18 or 80. You matter in this world, and especially in your world. Tune in to The Value in You Show with your guiding coach and mentor, Alice Kirkpatrick. Ellis will help you find your purpose. Listen for The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick each Friday at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. This is The Value in You Show with Ellis Kirkpatrick. To participate in the program, join the live studio audience in our chat room at InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. You can also send an email to valueinupodcast at gmail.com asking how to participate in the program. Now, back to the show. Welcome on back. Yeah. So I want to be sure to remind you about next week's show is called Two Years in Two Weeks, and it's going to be talking about Epiphany. Give you a little bit of a hint right now. Um, you know, everybody thinks Christmas is over, but for a lot of people, they don't celebrate the present giving until Epiphany Three Kings Day, which is January 6th. And on that time, you get a big present, a meeting present, and a small present from each of the three kings or the wise men, the magi, you might call them. Um, so why would they do that? Well, the story is that the shepherds came to see Jesus as a baby in a manger. The wise men saw the star in the east and they followed it. And it took them almost right around two years to travel from the east where they were to the area where the mother and his child were. Now, if you notice, the Bible says child no longer calls Jesus a baby. Um, and when, when, uh, King Herod inquired from the wise men at the time they saw the star to when they started coming down until they get there to Bethlehem. Um, it was, they found out it was around two years time. So why did it take so long? Well, you only travel at night because you can't see the stars during the day, right? Um, what I think was interesting is these men were looking for the star. They were prepared ahead of time. They had spent their whole lives learning and researching everything and watching the stars and seeing what's new. You know, we have, have astronomers today who are looking out and seeing new stars and new galaxies and, and all kinds of things that are going on there. There's just an amazing, amazing universe that we live in, isn't it? Just amazing. Um, so I will talk more about, about Epiphany and what all's going on with that. Um, but I, I really 
did enjoy the time with our grandkids when they could come and stay. And we'd set out shoe boxes with hay and straw in it for the camels and maybe put in some carrots and put in some bowls of water for, for them to drink from. We'd set out cookies and milk and and things like that for the wise men to have because, you know, they've been traveling, maybe put some oranges or apples out there. And then the kids would go look out the, the window at the door to see if anybody had been eating on it or chewing on it yet, see if they'd come. And of course, you know, they wouldn't get to see see anything happen. But while they went to sleep, we'd go out and we'd maybe break up some of the carrots, take away some straw, kind of spread it around like camels. <laughs> if they eat, of course, you know, we'd bring in the cookies and milk and, <laughs> and stuff. Sometimes we'd, we'd drink the milk and just leave it partly, <laughs> partly there. Um, it's just, it's fun. Now, why would you do that? It's, it's all pretend. Um, it's a way to stimulate the creative mind. It's a way to demonstrate what would have really happened. Um, just a way to impress upon them that Christmas and, and the presents and all of that, there's more than being about ourselves, more than about what we're receiving. It's about giving to others. And so the story goes that there was gold, frankincense, and myrrh. So we have three different packages, a big package, a medium package, and a small package. And in each present, each package, there's a different present. So they all know they're only going to get three presents. Could be something really big in there. Sometimes a small present holds the most valuable gift. Um, you know, bicycles can still be a big present stuff. So, so. I believe the reason we tell these stories and retell the stories, whether it's a Bible story or it's the Santa Claus story or the elf story or whatever it is, is because we want to spread that joy and wonderment that you see in children's eyes and have a little bit about that for us. It's a way to um, uh, visually represent what we're talking about so we understand it more. It's a way to show how much we care about each other. Um, and, and I had so much fun this year as I watched my grandkids buy presents for each other. And they, they would look at one thing and it's like, well, I think they would like this because of this. But I don't know, maybe this would be better until they would see that one gift. And it's like, this is it. This is the gift I want to give. This is one I want them to have. And then, then what I did for the twins, you know, they're four years old. They're kind of not quite thinking that way, but let them go. And what do you think about this, this gift? You know, so my grandson, he picked out, he picked out this uh, transformer that went from a dinosaur to a car because he's really into cars and he really liked that until we came to the, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle van, and he absolutely loved that. So which would you rather have, the turtle van or the dinosaur? Definitely the turtle van. Then he saw a fire truck. So, you know, we just kind of went that way. My granddaughter, what did she like? She liked this, this and that. And um, so we ended up getting the presents, and we got so excited about other things that they didn't really pay attention that they were still presents. And then the next day, um, or it would have been two days later on Christmas, you know, they open them up. Oh, 
thank you for my present. You know, they told each other, thank you. They knew it was from each other. It doesn't matter if we all went together and got it. But they loved those toys and they played with them all day long. It was just amazing. And, you know, my other granddaughters, they're older, so they wanted um they want a chapstick because my lips are so chapped in the winter time. <laughs> oh, it's just sweet. It was just so much fun. So I would like to kind of recap on everything. And, and if you're setting out a resolution, that's only part of it. Set out the goals, set out the task to reach the goals and, and do the smart, make it specific, make it measurable make it oh i'm gonna have to look that one up because i don't remember the a on it uh, achievable um make it relevant to you and give it a time so that you can get it done and and don't overdo it don't try as oh i have to lose 20 pounds in one week you know be kind to your body be kind to yourself and be kind to your mind enjoy this next year be determined to just enjoy it get that mindset that I've always been thinking this way about finances. I've always been thinking this way about how busy my schedule is. I've always been thinking this way, but now I'm going to do something to change that and find a way to change it. See people that are doing what you, you think are very successful at what they're doing and find out how they do it. Go see some YouTube videos on, on changing your mindset and what to do. But best of all, just really enjoy it. Enjoy your weekend. Enjoy this next week. Enjoy the New Year's Eve and New Year's Day. And um, we'll see you on next week's show at two years and two weeks. <laughs> we'll talk more about that. And then the following week, I'm going to have a guest speaker again. We're going to have Johnny Dobbs. He um, has more time available. So we should be able to do something hopefully live. Um but it's going to be great now. Next week's show will be pre-recorded uh, because I do have the speech competition. Um, I, I wish I could be live with you, but uh, I still have a great message for you. I'm real excited about it. And I'm, I'm just so thrilled to be here. I want to thank you so much for letting me spend this time with you, you know, one hour every Friday uh, and, and share what I've learned over the years and and get to know you. Thank you for sending in any emails that you have, suggestions you have. I really appreciate it. Um, I like hearing from you. I like seeing what you, you have going on upside in your mind because it's great. You've got a beautiful mind. I want to make sure that you get my gold nugget, which is you are valuable. You are worthy. You are enough and you do matter. And thank you so much for being here on the show. Thank you for spending time with me. Have a great New Year's. Thank we'll you for you listening to the Value in You show. Ellis returns Fridays at 2 p.m. Eastern, 1 p.m. Central, 12 p.m. Mountain, and 11 a.m. Pacific on InspiredChoicesNetwork.com. Until then, remember that you have great value. You are worthy and you are enough. You matter. <laughs>